All right, it's recording, I think. I think it is. I see something moving on that screen. Here, I'll play the intro for us. Here we go. Kevin and Kyle are father and son, in that order. Kevin is in a band, a band that plays music made by another band called The Beatles. Kyle is not, but between the two of them, he's the only one who knows what a podcast is. This is Walrus and Son. Cuckoo kachoo. Hey everyone, welcome to Walrus and Son. I'm Kevin. And I am... Kyle, the son, part of that statement. What? I'm the the son. Oh, I'm not the walrus. I'm the son. Well, you could tell by my voice I must be the walrus. Yes, that's true. Uh, the, the tusks impede. Yes, impede your talking. I've talked two times longer than you have in your life. That's that's scientifically just true. That's just yeah, I'm good at math. Yes, math is. Many things. Many things. How's it going over there? Uh, it's been good. You know, I did uh did some shopping. Ra- uh, it's it's December, and yet I still raked some leaves today. You're kidding? Uh, yeah, some wet leaves. That was fun. I gave up on it. That's why you look so tired. No, <laughs> stop saying I look tired. No one likes to hear that. No one likes when you say. I'm not saying it for you to like it. I'm just concerned. I'm fine. I'm great. Okay, it's just the middle of the afternoon, you know. Sometimes you probably could have took a shower after you raked the leaves, <laughs> wet leaves. You know, I probably, you know, you're not wrong. I could have. There's many opportunities. It I looks like taken you know, a, a couple leaves might have dripped on your I, hair. I still got and leaves stuff. on me. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. leaves are coming off. It's all right though. Hey, Dad, what's your what's your favorite uh, dessert? <laughs> My favorite dessert. Yeah. It's hard to say because I, I like things and then I make sure I don't eat them. Like, you know, chocolate cake. Because once I start, I need it. Ice cream. <laughs> I, once I start, I'll need it tomorrow. So okay. I, I try to avoid it. So, But I had a fantastic birthday cake this year. Okay. Upside down pineapple Oh, that cake. was good. I had that. Yeah. That was really good. That was pretty pitching. That was sick. Yeah. Okay, so you just named a bunch of things. Uh, well, I, there's never a favorite with me, hardly at all. <laughs> no, because it's two or three things, and they're... They kind of equaled the word favorite for me. That's deep. Well, I just wanted, you know, I just wanted something to lighten the mood because we're, uh, we're going we're gonna to get into some, uh, we're, let's let's dive right into our topic, yeah? Yeah. All right, so let's dive right in. Uh, today we're talking about uh, the death of John Lennon uh, in 1980. Yep. He was 40 years old. Um, let's let's dive into that. Uh, I, got a, I got a news clip here. Let's play that, okay, okay. From, from, from the time. Good morning, everyone. I'm Tom Brokaw. This is today, December 9th. I'm here with Jane Pauley, and this entire half hour will be devoted to the murder of John Lennon, ex-Beatle, one of the best-known musicians and most influential people of his time. As you heard Dr. Stephen Lynn at Roosevelt Hospital in New York City say, Lennon was shot and killed at about 11 o'clock last night outside his apartment building. News of the Lennon shooting, of course, spread quickly around the world. NBC News correspondent Stephen Frazier tells... What happened last night on that? All right, Dad. So uh, I uh, I wasn't alive for that. No. No, you weren't. Believe it or not. A lot of people I found out weren't. A lot of people weren't, and a and, lot of people were. It keeps c- 
continuing to grow that number. Yes, that's very It's true. really weird to me, but... That is uh, weird. No. I was going to say about it because, you know, being a musician back then, mm-hmm. uh, we used to play a lot of like small clubs and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes we'd get some really cool clubs, but we would always play like, you know, uh, audition nights, which would be like okay. Mondays and Tuesdays maybe or... And so, so you you were a young man at this point playing playing in a band. Yes. What what kind of band was it? Were you playing Brit- originals well, covers? A little bit, not really originals, but uh, it was starting to be like the British Invasion. We called it. Yes. It was, okay. That's a band, the Crickle. It was called. And the Crickle. Crickle at the time. It was a three piece at that time. Where'd that name come from? Um, Eric McMahon and me were at a record store. Mm-hmm. And he bought a record that he had heard, and it was uh, actually the forty-five. We went and bought it for like a dime or something. Nice. And it it uh, said the name of the band was The Circle, which was also managed by Brian Epstein, the Beatles oh, manager. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And uh, but we looked at the way it was written, uh-huh. the lettering, and so, and we thought it was the Crickle. So we call <laughs> we called it. That's good. That band must be called the Crickle. And then he found out it wasn't called the crickle so he was like that's a perfect name you know that's funny i love that that's pretty good i, I don't remember that that's good okay yeah okay so you're playing in this band y- young dude yeah yeah well you know we long story short because that day was really bizarre it started off really crazy we had all our equipment in oak park and danny tuma had his pickup truck and we like every other show you know we just packed it up and started driving on Eisenhower, and uh, so we're on the ramp, and his left front wheel just comes off. Comes off of the van. Off the truck. Okay. It wasn't a, it, the pickup truck. Okay. And we used to put all the equipment in the back of the truck uh-huh. and sit with the equipment back there, the four, the three of us. Were Wait, there. in the back, in like the actual, uh, so outside of the vehicle, really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we did that for years. Okay. And, uh, well, there was not a lot of cars. We didn't have... Sure. You know, we were pretty starving musicians at the time, actually. But, uh, so this wheel, we're on the ramp, and we're going to connect to the highway, and these cars are flying, like 65 or yeah. whatever, and uh, his front wheel comes off, and it goes and goes across the highway, to the other side of the oh, highway and it, a car like hits it what yeah on the other side okay and, and then but the crazy part was danny had to sort of steer from going <laughs> we were at the very bottom of the ramp going to uh merge and he managed to steer just enough to stay off of it but we blocked the ramp and uh man the sparks coming from his uh uh, from the the empty tire, yeah, it's just metal on the ground. Uh-huh. It was raising above the. Jeez. You could see it in the, on the windshield and everything because it was so much. We were trying to go fast to get on the highway. Yeah, and uh, so the next thing you know, we're blocking the traffic on the ramp. So so what's going through your head is your tr- is this? Thank wheel God I'm up. alive. That's all that went through all our heads. Okay. We all got off out on the right hand side of the yeah thing, and then uh, we all got out of the back with the equipment. Yeah, thinking, Jesus, what the hell are you doing? Because it was just 
Yeah. We were in the, you know, in the back. I was actually in the front. The other guys were in the back. Okay. I had privileges. Danny. Whoa, wow. That's right. I, I was like Elvis. Guy. Yeah. How so, does a wheel come off of a car? Uh, to, uh, guess, I think it had something to do with his lug nuts. Or I'm not sure. Well, this this is a message for anyone out there. Check your lug nuts. Well, and always get your car serviced. Yeah. <laughs> was this an old car? Like, what the hell? No, no. It, it just, it dude, it was like a freak thing, you know? So... So we're all freaking out because it's a, it's a Monday, I'm freaking out. Uh, December eighth, Monday, and we're supposed to be at a club that's pretty. Okay, we're, we're breaking it in and want to, you know, play there. It was called Tuts. Tuts was that T U T T U T S. <laughs> Tuts. Oh, they had a real big axe all the nice. you know, through the years. Okay, I thought that they closed not too many years back. I think. Okay. But, um, Cl Clark and Belmont. We used to play there. You say Clark and Belmont? Clark and Belmont. Oh, yeah. But there was we used to play in that neighborhood a little, but we always wanted to play Tuts, and here's oh. our first time. So we were like, oh, God. That's right close to where I used to live, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're trying to figure out what are we going to do. We got to get to the place. Yeah. So our friend Mark Ackert, who worked for a company who gave him a company van, <laughs> he got done with work and met us danny got like a tow truck to a service station wow we took all the equipment out of there put it to the side on the grass and everything so you're waiting there with a bunch of equipment yeah did you start to play it <laughs> did we what you start to play like did you have some drums there yeah you start like to the jam? monkeys or something no <laughs> no it wasn't that cartoonic okay. we were okay. pretty upset yeah. just to even for danny to get to a phone yeah was, he had to leave the highway to go to a, a payphone at a gas station yeah and we're just sitting there going, what are we going to do? Were you shaking? I mean, it feels so nerve-wracking, a the tire coming out. It, when that all happened, yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing was, was the cars behind us on the ramp, there were people trying to get past it to get on yeah. the highway. Yep, yep. And they managed, but everyone had to slow down to yeah. where it was backing up the yeah. whole ramp. Yeah, dangerous. So uh, Mark Ackard comes with his van, and we take all that equipment we stick it in his van we all jump in his van again and then we drive there and danny tuma goes to get his truck fixed uh so we get to tuts we set up our equipment we're a little bit late and we're supposed to start at like uh 10 o'clock i think at night yeah yeah and we're the only act and of course we're not going to have an audience because uh -huh. we're you know, we were the British invasion. You know, we wore the same shirts or something. And we looked like these young <laughs> wannabe uh -huh. English uh -huh. pretenders. Yep. And so uh, we we're, that evening we're in the dressing room, which is real tiny. Yeah. And it's it was all white. And basically we're on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy who used to come see us play and kind of was an asshole. He didn't really like us in a way. He hated that we were pretending, you know, like doing, stop doing Beatles songs and all that. Because he was like, anti he wanted us to do punk rock. Okay. But he'd come see you. <laughs> well, he he hang out at the clubs right okay. there. And it's Monday. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. got no life. So he comes sees us. <laughs> you know? And uh, trying to make this story as short as I can. No, but, I mean, I tell, tell, tell me all the details. Well, tell me it all. then we're in this room. This is when we first heard what was going on, um, he opens the door and said something like, Beatlemania bites the dust, dudes. 
What? That's what he said? Yeah. We were like, what does that mean? I think it was in a movie. Somebody said it to somebody like, okay. Beatlemania bites the dust. Okay. I think. Okay. I don't know. I didn't get it at all. Yeah. And then he just says, uh, John Lennon's been shot. Jeez. And we were like, oh, you know, you're really, you got some nerve. <laughs> it yeah. was sort of like this guy, he's always been sort of yeah, aggressive. Yeah, saying a bunch of crap. Yeah. And it, so Eric uh, and I, we walk out of there and Mike, and uh, we go in the hallway and Eric, thinking all the time he ended up uh going to the payphone and calling wgn radio to find out any news information <laughs> hang on what <laughs> what's so uh, funny i was just i you know i didn't i was like oh well there's no good way to find out i guess but he went to the phone and called wgn radio i did, I just never knew that that would be a way you'd get information uh, you know that's how it was mayday mayday <laughs> hello wgn radio any news? Yeah, and they they answered him. Okay, you know, so they WGN they, Radio, they uh, said Chicago been, they radio said, station. Yeah, and he's they answered in the you know it's a big station, so yeah, it in is. their news information they still are. Yeah, um, yeah. So I uh, they told him, yes, it's been confirmed he's been shot. Wow. We don't know if he's alive or not. Wow. And so this is all what before you went on stage. Before we're going on stage, yeah. and uh, so I'm kind of getting chills and stuff and everyone's kind of freaking out and we're supposed to start at 10 but there's nobody there <laughs> uh-huh. and around 10 20 you know we're thinking oh we should start we went back in the dressing room waiting to hear if he's dead or anything like that yeah and as we come out people are coming in the room i mean by the dozens really all of a sudden this and tuts had this long stairway in the entrance where you had to walk like 20 flights of steps huh. to get into the jamming room and uh dude the entire room filled up with people wow totally filled Whoa. and we were flipped out yeah and so in our repertoire you know we did a lot of beatles sure we, yeah. did a, uh, we even did starting over Oh yeah, the John Lennon song. Well, did that just come out recently? Yeah, in November, I think it was released. Yeah, because that album was released right before he passed. Yeah, right? yeah. So we were one of the, you know, we were. I loved the album, so we, the band yeah. wanted to do it, so we did it. Did you sing it? Yeah, I sang it. Yeah, yes. just and like was, starting over. Yeah, and so what was crazy was, uh, getting up on the stage and all these people in the room all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, it was filled. You couldn't move. Wow. We're, and, Good. And, and so we, uh, the first song we did was starting over. Wow. So like at that hour, at that hour of his passing, mm -hmm. I don't think there was a lot of people singing that song live to a crowd like that. Yeah. It was a I pretty really wondered song. all these years I've always said that, and it was a weird changing point in my life. Yeah. Because it affected me so much that in my head I'm thinking, this is the saddest thing in the world, you know? Yeah. And the room's filled with people and we start, we have to start. And I said in the microphone, I go like, well, this show's definitely dedicated to John uh -huh. and we hope he's alive. Yeah. 
and people were all there because of that. I think so, not so, because of us. So you think people showed up because they heard this news? Yeah, we, we want to go get a drink, and they want to go get a drink. Or, 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 or did they hear th- that there was like a British invasion band? No, you think that factored in? No. no way, no, no way. It was like let's go to a bar, like and let's... the bar, you know, was yeah. city and yeah, but it got slammed. Wow, and uh, so for me, there was like a strange turning point in that first song i i had a room full of people staring at me and it's close encounters with the people in the stage yeah and uh i can remember you know that beginning of the song Mm -hmm. this is gonna sound a little little, like spooky but it wasn't really spooky it was just for me i could feel like this weird metamorphosis going like i here yeah do it do it do it okay well that part of the song in the beginning yeah, do it. It was like you could face your microphone, Amy. There you go. So that beginning part was like our life together is so precious. Together we have grown. We have grown. And I stopped. Because I lost my sense of direction. I had everybody's attention. It was silent. I swear to God. Yeah. And I remember something, like I got adrenaline. And I got like a weird vibe Uh in my head and Uh body. Uh And I followed through the rest of the song. And at the end of that song, there were people clapped people who didn't clap who were crying wow and i just the rest of that show we did as many beatles songs as i could whatever and it, i felt so like strangely in control of singing and that audience gave me some kind of confidence in a strange bizarro way yeah. i i just it was an experience you know that I, I'll never forget because it was such a tragic uh-huh. thing and such a tragic, hard-to-do day. Yeah. And then, so we get done with the show, and I had given the uh, the sound guy a cassette to record it. To record the show. The show. Yeah, okay. 90-minute uh, Maxell cassette. Classic. <laughs> so, yeah, good quality one. Oh, yeah, if you're out there, Maxwell, we're looking for sponsors. Yeah, we're looking for sponsors. Yeah. But, uh, so... He, I said, hey, man, you got that tape? And he goes, yeah. I recorded the whole thing. I go, great. I take it. I get it. Yeah. So we leave the place, and the snow just starts to trickle down. Starts to snow right in Gentle. Chicago. Well, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was snowing before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we came out, and it started to snow. Yeah. And uh, it felt weird. So while we're loading up, the radio's on. And it's, of course, John Lennon songs. Wow. And we're driving and this and that. And so we we start turning the, the dial and uh, every channel had a, had a John or Beatles song going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was quite sad yeah. to drive home. And uh, I, I remember going home uh, to the farmhouse and going to my room and I had a real surreal and... A radio dial that you would spin so you okay. can get in between stations. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I still have the recording somewhere of uh, I would go purpose, purposely in between stations <laughs> and three different John voices singing at the same time wow. and stuff like that. Wow. You go in between, so it'd be like, all you need is a, you know, like, you know, three songs at once. And it yeah. was like such a bizarre, uh, about three days it took me to sleep. Yeah. You know, I, I was so like freaked out. Yeah. But that, I had to tell that story only because it meant a lot to me. Some reason after that day, I, I seemed to have learned, get over insecurities of performance or something. I just ended up, there was a shift. Something. Yeah. It, it just, I felt like I, I, I got this a little yeah. more than I ever felt. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was a great thing. And I remember, <laughs> I get, real quick, it was uh, th- during those like three or four days, I, you know, drank a bit too much. Or uh-huh. And if I walked into like a 7-Eleven and stuff, uh-huh. and there'd be like newspapers or magazines with John on it. Yeah. I would pick them up and walk out of the store <laughs> and act like I I don't give a shit and I took I got piles of those magazines all were free I just walked in <laughs> grabbed them okay didn't run didn't do anything I just I didn't say hi I didn't uh-huh. say bye just I took them and walked out okay okay I so wasn't you, stealing yeah so that we're past the statute of limitations I, was, I think yeah but I was some weird sleepwalk I couldn't I, I, I didn't care if somebody said, hey, I just, it was just sort of like, I this magazine's mine. Talk to you later. I so didn't take them all. What, what were you feeling? I mean, were you feeling just... I don't know. I was a bit lost because yeah. the Beatles were, you know, like, especially after the Double Fantasy album, I played it. I even liked Yoko's songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, past albums, if she sang, there might have been a couple, uh-huh, but uh-huh. generally I wouldn't like. Sure. It. They were pretty good on Down with Fantasy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and John's just songs and everything about it, it just was such a uplifting month or so of, yeah. man, this is cool that he's back, you know? Yeah, because he, he, how long was he gone for? He, I he think didn't five years it. or something. He didn't like release really anything for five years? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so then this was like a, a comeback. Yes. And it was pretty powerful messages and just what great singing and arrangements and everything else yeah it was all good it was you know and it sucks you know because he seemed to be in a good creative sense yeah yeah that's you know how the story goes and well so when did you find out because that night did you think he was dead or or was it um that night what uh after we played it was we only played for like I think ninety minutes. Hey, that's hour. how long the Maxwell tape was. That's right, and the Maxwell tape. So I get the tape right. Yeah, I get it home and I put it in a cassette machine. Side A, blank. Okay. Side B, about five minutes into it, the craziest voice comes on, and we're like, "Hmm, go up." <laughs> hmm, go up. Just once or twice. And that was it. And it was blank. Blank, the the rest of the side B. And that was it. That was all that was on it. Some kind of weird... I don't know what the hell it was. Do you still have that? You know, I may have the cassette. 
You got to try to find that. We got we got to yeah. put it here if you do. It was really boring to, you know, like go through a, a blank ninety tape. minutes to find one second of some strange voice. It sounded almost electronic. Yeah. Like I thought it was the sound guy or something. What was that? I kept playing it back. Going, I played it to my friends, Mark yeah. and Danny Tuman, Eric, and everyone just went like, uh, "I don't know." Yeah, yeah. What the hell is that? I want to hear that. Okay. Mm, got up. <laughs> oh wow! I heard it. You heard it. <laughs> Uh, all right, Dad. Um, we are back. Hello. We are back. Hello, hello. Um, uh, so let's look into um, a couple songs. Yeah, let's look into a song. So, so I got a song here uh, that you recorded. We're gonna look in. It's called Cobain. Is that right? Yes. Uh, all right. It's old. <laughs> it's old. It, it's years ago. I don't know how many. Probably eight years ago or something. Uh-huh. Well, let's take a listen. Here we go. I was never any good at math, which is something I feel like you say all the time. I, I was never really good at math. No, we know. You don't have to keep saying and it. And then it, what did it say? Uh, you got to get closer to the mic. It said, I was never good at math. The nuns slapped the back of my hand. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 autobiographical, right? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It probably happened to Kurt Cobain, too. Who knows? No, I know. Auto, but it's, you did go to school at nuns at one point. Yeah, right? yeah. I was Catholic school. Yeah. And they oh. did slap me and pull See? my ear and put gum go. on my nose. Gum on your nose. Well, you weren't supposed to chew gum. Okay. And I, you know, try not to move my mouth, and a lot of times I just swallow it. Uh huh. But this time I had licorice gum, and I don't want to swallow that one. I didn't like licorice that much. But she caught me the nun or whatever, and she made me stand in the corner all day with a piece of licorice gum on my nose, and it just dripped black sugar down my face, and she wouldn't let me do anything to wipe it off. <laughs> 
I, I wonder why you weren't any good at math, Dad. It's, you know, all that time in the corner. Yeah, would be better that's at just, math. That was just one day in the corner. I can tell you other corner days. Jeez. Okay. So what is it? Soup at the window pane? What are you saying? That was my, I just remember, <laughs> that's the memory I had with my grandmother. She would always like make soup and in the kitchen, you know, there's a little window with a, she would open and put the bowl of soup Oh, I love that. Cool it off. Yeah. And I used to always like just watch the steam coming in my face. I'd stand there and wait for it to cool off. I love that. That's beautiful. That's great imagery. Yeah. It was, you know, the kitchen window to cool off the soup. I love that. What did I say in that? What was it? You said soup in the window pane. Your Cobain. Your soup is cool. I can't remember. I don't know. You know what? Your soup's. You'll have to go check it out on Spotify where any listener can check it out. Um, it, so Cobain, uh, also someone taken too soon, 27. He yeah. Died. God, that's uh, crazy. I know. That is crazy. Well, you were influencing me in this song because that's you're funny. such a Cobain fan. Yeah. That I, I was trying to write chords that were just sort of like, you know, going. <laughs> yeah. And you're kind of going crazy on those leads. Going, <laughs> yeah. Just trying to make it like I'm spazzing. Was that's the recording's all you. Yeah. 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 Um, can, that demo. It's pretty easy to tell when it's all me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, everything's disorganized. <laughs> um, no, I like that one a lot, though. I really do. I like that one a lot. I think it's got a good feel. I, it should be re-recorded, you know, to yeah. where it's better quality and just a little more organized. I just, you know, when I would write uh, songs and then do them on GarageBand, a lot of times I've said it before that I, mm-hmm. I just sort of try to get through it and past it and go like, well, that's a song and maybe yeah. someday I'll record it and make it. Yeah. But that someday is here and I'm not going to record it. Yeah, so. no, but I think, yeah, I say I like it as is anyway, but yeah. I somebody else out there should record it. Really. There you go. <laughs> Cobain was also a really big uh, Lennon fan. Yeah. Beatles fan. Yeah. You ever heard that him on acoustic singing? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, what did he sing? And I Love Her, I think. Yeah. That's a Paul song. but Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and well, and that that one I play every so often, that about a girl one, that one was very supposed mm-hmm. to be Beatles influenced, um, and it is. It feels it's very much like those chords, you know. Yeah. Starts in E minor, and, and then it then it does like the C sharp to A flat to F sharp. It's just classic. like bouncing around in a lot really of those Beatles. Made ways. it his own classic, yeah. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, because um, I and I also think when I I think I heard when when they recorded Nevermind, um, I feel like the producer. Butch Vig, I think, would try to get him to double his vocals because Lennon would double his vocals, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it worked. Oh, it de- I, definitely I, works. What I mean is I think I just read that on something. Oh, yeah? It had to be the internet, but... Yeah. Because I don't read newspapers anymore. No, this freaking oh. newspaper. Get out of here. Get out of here, you kid. Yeah. Don't throw that newspaper on my property. I'll have you arrested. Yeah, that, he's, he's adamant, that kid. <laughs> that kid and his bicycle with newspapers. Jeez, get out of here. The soup is cool on the window, window pane. pane. <laughs> You're Cobain. Well, no, it's you country. know, what are you going to rhyme with Cobain? Window pane, which is a LSD or something, too. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> four-way window pane was, in the 70s anyway, it was some kind of paper a- acid. And also where your grandma would cool her soup. Yeah, and that was some badass chicken acid soup. <laughs> Um, and you can hear uh, that song as well as the one we're uh, about to play on Spotify. You can find it in the, this episode description or if you search Kevin Montaigne uh, on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Uh, so check check out the these songs there. Check it out. All right, Dad, we'll take us out uh, on another song here. 
which one did you want to go out on? G- goes away or um, uh, whatever you think goes away or what else you got? I liked that other one. Um, remind me of someone. No, you remember no. me or I remember you. Or... Yeah, okay, it was a similar title. I guess. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember you. Okay, try that one. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's go out on this one. Uh, this one is. I remember you. Anything you want to say about this one? I think I wrote it after uh, your grandma passed. Oh, is it really? Oh my goodness, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's subconsciously. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. set out to do that, but when I listen to it now, I kind of go like, and after yeah. I recorded it, I realized it kind of, some. you know, it's just like, yeah, has something to do with it subconsciously. Yeah. Well, um, let's go out on, on that. Uh, let's take a listen to that and... Uh, Thank you for joining us on uh, Walrus and Sun. That's right. Cuckoo coo everybody, and have a great time tonight and tomorrow and <laughs> the next day. It's true. I'm Kyle. I'm Kevin. How are we going? Kevin's at the bottom of 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 the bottom